everybody. Welcome back to the Deer Noise podcast, a podcast about the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, this is uh, the first episode of fall, I guess. Summer's over, technically, I guess. Well, I guess not technically. I don't know. Whenever the solstice or equinox or I don't, I don't Let's not talk about the weather and calendars and stuff. We're here to talk about uh, things related to the Milwaukee Bucks um, in a like tangentially related way. Um, we're going to talk about a few things that were requested by the subscribers and commenters and all the people at the Milwaukee Bucks subreddit, RMKE Bucks. Um, this was a great idea to get some fan and listener involvement. I don't say fan, just say listener. Nobody's actually a fan of this. Um, so with the great idea, it's my pleasure to bring back, um, I, I don't know if it technically counts as bringing him back. This is a new podcast with a new name, but he was the reigning champion for appearances on Hashtag Bucks. Uh, this is a new podcast. This is the Deer Noise podcast, but making either his debut or his triumphant return from the great state of Tennessee, our friend, friend of the show, friend of me personally, I think. We exchanged phone numbers. We text now. It's getting pretty serious in our friendship. Um, Alex Hopper. Hi. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Happy Labor, happy Labor Day to everyone. And if you wear white pants now, you're going to hell. That is true. I did have to put all six pairs of my white pants into storage for the year, which was sad. Yeah, you know, you have to do it sometime. Why not now? When is it okay to wear white again? Uh, what is it? Memorial Day? Is that how it's determined? Well, you know, Easter, you get your pastels out, I guess. But yes. then, you know, Memorial Day, you start breaking out the white pants and all that jazz. Okay. And so it's it's not until... I thought it was like the end of the year. So you're telling me it's... When is Memorial Day? I'm not good with these, like... Not to say that Memorial Day is a pseudo-holiday, but it's kind of a pseudo-holiday, and I'm really not good at remembering when those dates are. Memorial um, Day is sometime in May. Okay, so, ooh, so that's, let's see, that's like seven months where you can't wear white? Oh, yeah. So you only have a, a window of about four or five months to wear white? That kind of seems unfair for a for a very popular color of clothing item. Well, you know, you have other colors, don't you? No, I only have white pants. Well, looks like you're going pantsless for the rest of the year. <laughs> yep, I don't want to end up in hell like you said earlier. Amen. Why is that a rule? Why did we decide that you can't wear white? I assume because you're in accounting, uh, you have a bachelor's in accounting and you're seeking your master's, which just started, by the way. Congrats on going to grad school. Um, so I assume that you know enough, know a lot about fashion and pagan traditional traditions. I assume it's pagan. I don't, I don't really know, but I assume that you know a lot about that kind of thing. Um, so why no white? Yeah, I have no idea. I'll be honest. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad you were able to come on to talk about fashion do's and don'ts. Um, what are the do's for 20, the rest of 2018? Do you have anything that, uh, we should be looking out for. Well, I'm going to stick to my normal rotation of clothes, which means 
I wear, you know, some shorts, some jeans, whatever. And then I pull the next t-shirt off the pile. And I mean pile, it's not folded, it's a pile. You do not you do not fold and you do not use hangers. Well, I mean for nice stuff, but I'm talking about t-shirts. You don't, I mean, that's all, you that's don't all hang, hang your t-shirts either? Nah, I ain't from that side of the tracks there, buddy. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll just wear the next shirt up. So then, you know, I get a bunch of dirty looks. I'm walking around the University of Tennessee's campus wearing an LSU shirt. Yeah, I was going to ask. They have to be just LSU shirts, right? Uh, what else do you have? LSU, Bucks. I mean, there's some, like, you know, more plain stuff. I have two Tennessee shirts. One's for, like, the master's program. And one's for the college of business and okay. that concludes the that. ones that were like provided to you oh, yeah. for free yeah you didn't spend any of your own money not a dime well, i guess you spent probably thousands of dollars in tuition to to get one of those shirts i like to imagine that they're free though okay yeah it helps with the with the pain and the the foreboding yeah you know when i'm paying off those student loans i'm just paying off those shirts yeah oh man you're gonna write your first student loan check when you know you reached your six month grace hey, period already, already to... done it <laughs> been there i'm just gonna think like this is all worth it because i got that tennessee school of business shirt mm-hmm. beautiful is it an, are, they, are they nice quality shirts oh like, yeah are they, are they like are they like gildan or well you know port authority really, like the you know, cheap shirts and they just print them on their own to give way too much detail about this than anyone cares about oh give me as much detail as you can man. my freshman year so it's 2014 the Haslam's, which is like the family that runs Tennessee and yes. also own the Cleveland Browns and yeah. Pilot Flying J. They Oh, they own the Flying J. Oh, yeah. They donated like $55 million to the business school. So, you know, mm. the business school, you know, they're, they're still running off that money right now. So we get nice, we get nice <laughs> stuff. Okay. So they're surviving off of donations from a billionaire and not your hundreds of thousands of dollars in tuition? Pretty much. Nice. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you uh, have given us some fashion tips for this for this uh, upcoming rest of the year. Any any don'ts for the year? Um, you know, just uh, stay away from. I have no idea. Do whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> okay, that's that's a good lesson for all of us. You know, don't care about what other people think. Take the Alex Hopper advice and just wear what makes you happy. Amen. Amen. Back to uh, the rest of this podcast. I think we should just have theme song for that segment about you talking about fashion. Every time you're on, I want to get your fashion do's and don'ts for the season. I'm going to have to, you know, do some research then. <laughs> no, I, I want you to be as uninformed as possible because that is basically the theme of this podcast. Well, How uninformed can we be? Well, that's no different than any other day of the week for me. So I'll be good for that. Perfect. I can't wait to hire you to do my taxes. Woo! Not going into tax, though. Okay, well, <laughs> then, then I don't know, man. I, you said you're worried about finding a job after college. I'm trying to give you one, but it's fine. I wanted you to be the Dear Noise podcast accountant on retainer, but if you're not interested in it, I'll take my business elsewhere. <laughs> I, I guess we'll part ways here. <laughs> okay, it was good having you. Thanks for coming on. Talk soon. Thank you, bud. Okay, for real. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks stuff. Yeah, I love that that we constantly talk about other things more than we talk about the Bucks because there are many podcasts that talk about the Milwaukee Bucks, but there's very little 
podcast that put on the ruse of talking about the Bucks just to talk about um, tuition and accounting. And um, some of these questions that you guys are going to see are definitely in that realm where they have nothing to do with the Bucks, but you guys asked them and we said we'd answer them. So uh, real quick, let's do a quick catch up. It's been over a month since the last podcast. We skipped all of August, the dog days of Augie Doggy for Comedy Bang Bang listeners. We were going to do more, and then I got tied up. I started taking up boogie boarding, so I've gone boogie boarding about three times, so that excuses that. Other people didn't want to meet for episodes. Um, We're recording this podcast a week late. We would have made it in August, but Alex and I both, for various reasons, were unable to record in time. So there are a few things that we should talk about. Um, We'll do four topics. How many seconds do you want to talk about? Ten seconds? Ten will work. Ten will work. Okay. How about I give you the topic, you talk for ten seconds, then pass it back to me, and then I'll talk, and then I'll pass it back to you. How's that sound? Good enough for me. Okay. Starting off, roster news. The Milwaukee Bucks have signed Pat Connaughton from the Portland Trail Blazers. He's a 6'5 shooting guard. Uh, Patrick, go ahead. Did you just call me Patrick? I didn't just call you Patrick. I said Patrick Connaughton. So, uh, Alex, go ahead. All right. So he's white. He went to Notre Dame. He shoots in the 30s somewhere. He can jump real high. Hell if I know. And he should be okay for the books. Perfect. Yeah, he shoots 35% from three. He's a good athlete as far as being able to jump and dunk. Um, he's a good energy guy. People in Portland really loved him. Um, it, to me, when I thought of this signing, I thought immediately of Dante DiVincenzo. So apparently the Bucks coaching staff must have something in mind for a player like this. So um, they must have some type of plan is what I'm telling myself. Are you trying to say they just like white guys? He, they like white guys who can jump high. Good enough for me. Uh, next up. Real quick, we will talk about video gaming, NBA 2K, cover boy, Giannis. He is a 94 overall rating. What are your thoughts? I feel like 94 is fine for him. It's Because, I mean, how 2K does the ratings now, you know, it's dynamic, and it'll go up or down depending on what he does. So, up. But 94 is fine. The one that's more annoying to me and pretty much every other Bucks fan is Chris Middleton at... An 84. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, Giannis of the 94, he said that he's excited, he likes the rating, and that he has room to improve. He ended last season at a 91, so he clearly knows that he can get even better. So that'll be nice. Uh, I'd be shocked if he doesn't finish at a 96. That's my my prediction, 96 by the end of the season, assuming he stays healthy and plays well. Uh, Yeah, 84 is... Uh, hogwash for Chris Middleton. He's lower than people like Jason Tatum and Hassan Whiteside. And um, not that these ratings actually matter, but it's September. You know, there's not a lot to talk about. But I think the disrespect for Chris Middleton is too much, and the love affair with Jason Tatum is also too much. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm saying. Because I mean, if Giannis would have been like a 96 or higher. That would have seemed weird to start out. I agree. But 
Middleton at an 84 is also bad. And it's like, I think Chris Stapps is at a 88. Yeah, exactly. Based off my knowledge of listening to the Jesus and Mero podcast this week, and they were complaining about that. But I would... It, they thought it was too low or too They high? thought it was too low because, I mean, they're giant New York homers. But, okay. I mean, they thought everyone on the team was too low. <laughs> but <laughs> they... Uh, I would have thought Middleton would have been closer to that, and Kristaps yeah. would have been around. I mean, higher or around that, just mean based off his injury. But you know, I thought Middleton would have been higher than eighty-four. Yeah, I thought eighty-seven or eighty-six yeah. would be his number. I don't remember what he ended up being at the end of last season, but it can't be much lower than eighty-four. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, it seems odd. Once again, none of this matters at all. But <laughs> nope. You know, it would have been cool September, to see September, baby. Um, okay, next up, the Milwaukee Bucks parted ways with sideline reporter Telly Hughes. People have mixed emotions about that. They hired a female reporter named Katie George to take over and work for the Bucks. What are your thoughts? As someone who has shaken Telly Hughes' hand in Atlanta, Georgia, and as someone that is, you know, best friends with him on LinkedIn, which once again <laughs> does not mean anything, anyone will accept your you know, requests on LinkedIn, but that's not the point. The point is I'll miss him. Was he that great at what he was doing? Nah, I guess. I mean, he was fine, but he can be replaced. I mean, it sucks that he lost a job and you know, I never want to be happy or anything that someone lost a job. So it obviously sucks. And I liked him, but I think Katie George will do a good job. They wouldn't have hired her if she wouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have the same thoughts. He wasn't like a, you know, Pulitzer Prize winner. He wasn't anyone that made me want to listen to sideline report or, you know, every single sideline report is always garbage that you don't really need to know. So I, there hasn't been a really good sideline reporter unless you're Craig Sager or, or Doris Burke. So, um yeah, it sucks that he, you know, a seemingly good guy lost his job, but Katie George will be fine. I mean, it's an easy, pretty boring job, so hopefully she'll do good. And, I mean, as far as everything that the new owners have done, like, business-wise, has been pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you can argue about, you know, the new... You can argue about the new stadium and how it's financed, you know, and... If you're a taxpayer in Milwaukee, in Wisconsin, having to pay for it, I understand your frustrations and everything. But you know that's kind of how all stadiums are, and until anything else changes, that's how they're going to continue to be. But yeah, I think like what they've done on the business side of the organization has been good so far, and so I don't see why this is going to be a bad move as well. Yeah, the the rebranding was really good. The corporate sponsorship, I thought, was handled pretty well with, with Harley Davidson. They got a stadium or an arena built, which is, you know, like you said, regardless of how you feel about taxpayer money, it's still a good accomplishment if you're an, an owner to get a new arena built. Um, which is the next thing that we're going to talk about is the Fiserv Forum, which we think that's how it's been pronounced. We're both a little bit behind on that. I'm sure this has already been discussed at length about how you're actually supposed to pronounce it. We're going to go with Fiserv Forum. Uh, it actually just opened the other night. The Killers performed there. That was the opening thing 
there and they had their block party and they had tours of it. Uh, what do you think of the new arena from what you saw? Well, you know, obviously neither of us have ever been there. Yep, correct. But based off pictures and being in newer stadiums recently, being, meaning the Falcon Stadium last year when they played the Packers mm-hmm. and they won. Woo, dirty birds. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, just how the new stadiums are now and just it's very cool and then, you know, in 10 years it's going to be outdated. But for now it's awesome. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I agree. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, just based off pictures and videos and you know, just press releases I've read about the stadium, it looks incredible. It's gonna be awesome to see. Hopefully, there'll be some winning basketball in there. Yeah, you know, I I saw the photos too. I watched some of the walkthrough videos. The um, locker room looks cool. Giannis is really stoked that there's a awesome weight room right off of the locker room. Uh, the ex- the mid level I don't know what they what they call it the open air level with the concessions and everything where you can you know like a baseball stadium when you go to get your concessions it's open to the field that's what the court is like which is pretty damn cool I think I don't know if I'm sure other arenas do that but none that I've ever been to uh, that's open so that's pretty cool Wi-Fi throughout the whole thing uh, lots of historic bucks you know memorabilia and graphics and whatever it's cool i'm sure it'll be awesome and hopefully that the new training center the new redesign and everything you know since we were talking about things that the owners have accomplished business side wise you know maybe that will lead to free agents wanting to come here or whatever who knows probably not but those are things that people actually care about and when people are looking for you know their new job or what team they want to play for i'm sure they consider stuff like arena and facilities so it's cool, and hopefully the fan experience will be really cool. Yeah, and also y'all be safe on that, you know, public Wi-Fi. Dangerous out yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> be careful on public Wi-Fi at all times. You have a, a personal story about that? Eh, no, uh, really, you know, to dive back into what I'm doing right now. I'm doing the information management track of our master's program, and, mm-hmm. you know, this kind of stuff's been beaten to my head the past two years about, you know, risks and it and stuff so i connect to every public wi-fi that does not have a password is that bad uh, as long as you're not you know throwing your social security number around i usually text and email my social security to myself just to <laughs> remind myself what it is so i don't forget well it. you know i did the same thing okay do you want me to read it off now it, yeah please do i don't remember what it is okay great Great content. Thank you. <laughs> Frillo, I like that. That's a good story. Good good to know. Be careful with that public Wi-Fi. Do not, do not log into anything that you're unsure about. A message from the Deer Noise podcast. So if your identity does get stolen, you can't blame us. Yeah, so. this is... We're sending viruses to you right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So, Alex. Say yes. Yes. <laughs> Alex, we put out the bat signal for some people to give us stuff to talk about because it's the it's September. There's nothing going on. Preseason starts in less than a month, which I guess is something. But until then, there's still not a lot to talk about. So we put out a question to the subscribers of our MKE Bucks, our Milwaukee Bucks, 
to talk about, ask us some questions that we'll answer on the podcast. Originally, I thought, you know, they'd ask some stuff about the Bucks, but we have about two actual Bucks questions, and the rest are a potpourri of nonsense. Perfect. So, so we will start it off. Um, you you opened it up. You said you'd answer questions about anything. So if this goes off the rails, blame Alex. Woo. So we'll start this off with a question from a previous guest of the old podcast, still undecided about if his appearance counts in the new podcast. Our friend Nelly underscore two four, dear Travi Trav and Big Al. Big Al is my dad's nickname. My dad's name is Alan. That's his big name. His nickname. So. Um, I don't really have anything to say about that, but I just thought it was important that everyone knew that. Has he ever uh, has he ever killed a bear? I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, he's, if you tell me there's a guy named Big L roaming around Montana, I'm assuming he's yes. taking out a grizzly bear with his hands. Yeah, my dad is. Uh, I, I'm short. I'm only, I'm five eight. My dad is uh, five four, maybe. <laughs> Uh, he's a very short little man, but he's, he is a big, they call him Big Al. He's got big meaty forearms. He's got his forearms kind of look like honey hams. They're just like large. Like he could, he's an intimidating guy. When my sister brought home boyfriends and stuff, they're always like super intimidated by my short dad. Did you, so uh, I, did you see Big Al in the Little League World Series? Is that the guy that hits dingers? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's basically my dad. So your dad hits dingers, uh, he, is what you're saying? Oh, he, yeah, he he hit some dingers. He was one of the uh, the greatest high school sports athletes in the state of Montana. So was my grandpa, which they actually, his dad, which I just posted about this on Twitter today, was named the GOAT football player for Conrad High School for the 1940s. So he's the only person from the 1940s to make that list. So Willard Schlepp, my dad's dad that I never met, he was... He was a big, a big deal too, just like my dad's. So. And just like you. And just not as much, a much smaller deal with a much bigger ego, me. Um, so yeah, that's a story about my dad's nickname. What did you think of that? Give me tips on how I can improve that story. I enjoyed it. I think you should like fabricate it some more mm-hmm. and be like, you know, just talk about how he was gang banging out there in Montana mm-hmm. and, you know, just, I don't know, having gang wars with yeah. like elk. <laughs> they yeah you did you did ask if he if he's killed the bear so i'm gonna go back pretend that i didn't answer that the answer is yes he has killed bears Woo. and he has shot up elk in a weird interspecies gang rivalry uh, you know we need to stop this violence <laughs> nelly24 asks Will you two be attending the R Milwaukee Bucks meetup this year? Seems like a good opportunity to visit us in Wisconsin. Alex, as a poor grad school student, will you be making a trip to Milwaukee to attend the 2019 Bucks meetup? Mm, to make a short story long, no, I will not. I don't have any money. I would love to come. I don't have any time, but I would love to come. But, you know, I won't be able to, unfortunately. Understandable. You are studying to get your master's, and you are a poor college student who no longer works at the barbecue joint. So, um, yeah, understandable. Uh, Me personally, 
me and my girlfriend are going to try to make it to the 2019 meetup. It depends when in the year it's going to happen. Luckily, I'm going to be one of the people planning it. So hopefully I can make it work around my schedule. But that's the hope is that we're going to be able to do it. We live a couple hours from LAX and there's a direct from LAX to Milwaukee that we could try and hop on. So we'll try. Well, I mean, if it is scheduled during my spring break, which I don't know when that Ooh. is, I would probably be able to come. But that's, you know, one week that I don't know when it is. Yeah. So, yeah. You, you could carpool with someone. Bring a friend. Oh, look at that. Stay at, stay at Patrick's house like Jethro did. <laughs> he, he would love it. I'm sure he would. Actually, stay. I'm sure Nelly would let you stay with him, too. I'm, there's someone who would give you a place to stay. If you want Alex to make it to the to the meetup, message him on, on Twitter or Reddit and tell him that... He's got a place to stay. That's my advice. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Nelly also has a follow-up question, which we kind of talked about off mic. Uh, which Kardashian sister is best? And, you know, I'm shocked, but also not shocked. We both came up with the same answer. How weird is that? It's the one that's not dating Kanye or Tristan Thompson. Or exactly. slash married to either one yeah it's the one that's not on tv as often but i guess she is always on the show but she's not in the news as much as the other two and then as much as the the jenner ones who i don't know which one is which but it's the one that's always pregnant i feel like uh the dad is in and out of the picture i remember He's always in the tabloids, too, for some reason, because if you're associated with the Kardashians in any way, you're automatically in a magazine cover every month when I try to go to the grocery store. Uh, Courtney, that's what we decided. We figured it out. We Neither one of us could remember the her name, but we brainstormed and figured it out. That's the one. That's the one. So to answer your question, will we be attending the, the meetup? Yes, or no, maybe no, and a maybe yes. And then Courtney from both of us. Thank you, Nelly, for your question. Alex, do you want to read the next one? All right, this is from Chicken of the Sky. Which, or with Chick-fil-A now in the Pfizer Forum, what are the other food chains you would like to see? I want your take on this. Okay, well, first off, this is not come as a surprise to nobody. Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen. <laughs> I mean, you gotta have that anywhere you go. I'm going there for lunch tomorrow. I already have plans, actually. <laughs> but outside of that, I mean, you gotta put you know some real Wisconsin in there. Throw Culver's in there. Let yeah, them have it. You I know? agree. And also, I mean, you always you always have to have your normal, you know, concession stand hamburgers, hot dogs, nachos. I guess y'all do brats and all that, but you know, just. All the normal stuff. But then, you know, get weird with it. Have some, like, random, like, burrito place that just mm -hmm. is way too much to, like, have at a sporting event. Like, how are you going to eat your chips and salsa, you know, chips and queso sitting in, the, you know, a game? <laughs> like a local burrito place or a chain, like, Chipotle or Qdoba or I something? I mean, we're not trying to have people get E. coli in the stadium, so probably not, <laughs> okay. you know, Chipotle. Also, I'm sorry, okay. the podcast just got shut down over that. 
<laughs> but you know, I think just something, something more local, or just something that is only in the stadium, so you know it's high quality. <laughs> so you know something yeah. like, you know, it's when like, I think of high quality, I think of food that's made out of the back of a concession. It'll be called like Bucca Burritos or something. <laughs> there you go. And it's just gonna be like, oh yeah, we got like imitation chicken, and you're like. Ugh. <laughs> What exactly is imitation chicken? Is it like imitation crab where it's just like some type of white fish that's been dyed? Yeah, pretty much. It's just it's just rubber. Okay. It's just actual rubber? Yeah, it's they just when you park they just like take a slice off your tire and they yeah. serve it to you in a burrito. You know like when you go to like a new park and instead of like the gravel or wood chips they have the cut up tires? Yeah. Like that was in a in a burrito. Oh yeah. It just it's gonna be delicious. Okay. I think you got a future once grad school ends. Nobody steal that idea to sell the people of Milwaukee inedible burritos. Yeah, that goes along with my idea of a a burrito and spa place. (laughs) Okay, go on. (laughs) Basically, I'm I'm listening. Basically, it's going to be a brothel that also sells burritos. Okay, is it a... Okay, so not a spa. It's like a spa in the way that like you can it's, get around a, the local laws. It's a spa for tax spa. Pur- tax purposes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, nobody steal that idea either. Uh, if <laughs> when Alex graduates uh, with a ton of debt from from grad school with a degree in accounting or computer safety or whatever the hell he's studying uh keep keep an eye out for bucka burrito and whatever and just just don't keep an eye out for this spa (laughs) my suggestion would be just avoid avoid whatever this spa is at all costs uh to answer the question about chick-fil-a in the fiserv forum what are other food chains i would like to have i would like to see nothing chick-fil-a is perfect it's my favorite fast food place so there you go and also got everything you wanted and it's open on sundays no it's not it's not in the. I thought they said in the stadium it was going to be open. Will on it Sundays. be open on Sundays? Because the one in Atlanta, like in the Falcons slash whatever the hell the soccer team is, mm-hmm. it's not open on Sundays. Atlanta United FC. No, well, how would I have ever been able to remember that? But yeah. it's not open on Sundays. They put like another That's... like just generic, you know, concessions name in there on Sundays. So the football stadium. Where the majority of the games are played on a Sunday. Yes. And like 90% of the games are played on Sunday. Like, I know this year the Falcons, they play on Thursday night, as in tomorrow Thursday, against the Eagles in Philadelphia. And I have no idea if the Monday night game's at home or not. So okay. they might be all all home on Sunday. Ooh. But Okay, well, if if that is the case with the Bucks. With the Pfizer form, I'll be very upset, and I will lower the rating. Um, I'll replace Chick-fil-A. I'll add to Chick-fil-A. If, if it's open on Sundays, then cool. Whatever. I guess there's eight, you know, 41 games that, you know, some of them have to not be on Sunday. Most of them probably aren't. But um, I don't know what else. Uh, boo, boo. Wendy's? I don't know. I don't really eat that much fast food except for Chick-fil-A. So, um just Chick-fil-A, and if it's not open on Sunday, I'll break in. Oh, I have another and idea. Eat some Read some raw potatoes. Okay, yeah. Okay. Do you all... Is this a business idea? No, this is a restaurant idea. <laughs> okay. Do you all have... Is, are you going to try, try and hit me up for investing, like, cash? I will later. But do you all have cookout okay. around? 
No, I've never heard of it. Okay. So cookout, I think it's only in the southeast. It is okay. the most calories you can get for the least amount of money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the price on the what, like, what can the you price get? on the tray's gone up, but you would get like a tray, so you get an entree, two sides, and a drink for like five bucks on the dot. And the tray was very confusing that you're just calling it a tray because like is it an entree? No, it, it's, a it's, a, it's, a, it's called a you know T R A Y. So tray. Okay. And so like, you know, you can pick from like the entrees. And so I always get the big double burger. And then I get the the Cajun fries, which is like, you know, seasoned fries, and a chicken mm-hmm. quesadilla. And then okay. a drink. But also the other options for sides are like corn dogs, chicken nuggets. Uh, there's chili, onion rings. I mean, it's awesome. Great time. Also, great milkshakes. I'm very. I have extremely strong opinions about fast food milkshakes. I've talked about it a lot on Reddit. I won't get into it now, but uh, if it comes from a machine, then it's garbage and get it. Just don't even call it a milkshake. Um, so I'm gonna keep an eye out for cookout. It's only in the south, the southwest. You said southeast. I think the like the okay. furthest one west is like in Memphis. So pretty southeast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Have you ever been to Whataburger? I went to one Whataburger in Norman, Oklahoma, and it was it was trash. Mm, also because sad. it was in Norman, Oklahoma. True. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's most things in Oklahoma. I guess you could say are trash if you're Alex Hopper. Yep, pretty much. Go Thunder. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was a good one. That was a good conversation. I bet he didn't expect us to talk about fast food. Or maybe he did. Six minutes of conversation about fast food. Uh, next question is a three-parter because he's trying to get his money wor- money's worth for the podcast that he does not pay for. Athletic and Geeky says, we'll just go through the questions spitfire because I think we can handle it. Ready? Let's go for it. Okay, if you had to choose, would you rather lose an arm or a leg? Leg. Uh, arm. Wait, wait. Why an arm? I feel like I don't. I don't want. I wouldn't want to be wheelchair bound. Okay. Have you ever seen a prosthetic leg? I have. Okay. I know they're cool, but still, most of those people spend a, like a large portion of their lives in a wheelchair or like sitting. Down. How do you plan on picking up stuff? With my other hand. Okay, how do you plan on writing if you lose your dominant hand? Writing? I don't know, learn. I'm not a, I have horrible handwriting as is. It's not going to be but much worse. But a leg, worse. I mean, you know, you, after a period of time, this is going to come off very insensitive if anyone listening is an amputee, so I'm very sorry. But, <laughs> but Thank you for the warning. I mean, after a period of time, you can get used to it. You can walk around on that leg. I know there's going to be pain involved. You can't get used to not having an arm? Okay. You can, but it's going to be much more difficult. Okay. I mean, how often are you running around that you need a stable leg? <laughs> I don't know, hiking, playing basketball, um, running, swimming, um, playing soccer. You can't play soccer with a prosthetic. I mean, I guess you could hold yourself up and kick with your other leg, but do I look like, Do I look like I'm from Europe? Do I play soccer? Sorry, that was my uh, southern heritage flowing through me. Sorry about that. <laughs> Channeling your uncle to yes to make that statement. yes. Uh... You couldn't even remember Atlanta's soccer team, so I guess that's that's fair. I don't I don't know why 
I'd expect that you would be upset about losing the ability to play soccer. Yeah, that's, that'd be a real shame if I couldn't play soccer anymore. <laughs> I haven't played since I was like so, seven. Okay, what if it's what if it's your non-dominant arm? Would you rather lose that than a leg? Where am I supposed to wear my, like, where say, wear my watch then? Huh? 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 On your dominant one? Like, like an idiot? Don't wear a watch. Like an asshole? I'm going to wear my watch you, on my right hand like an idiot? Use a cell phone like the rest of America. Yeah, you heard me, everyone. If you wear your watch on your dominant hand, you're an idiot. Get out of here with that. I just don't wear a watch at all because I don't need to because it's on my phone. Good point. So, um, okay, so we're split. One, Alex would rather lose a leg. I'd rather lose an, an arm. Um, next question. How in the world did the Bucks get Lopez? I mean, seriously, at that price? How? Exclamation point, question mark. Um, um, go ahead. Either no one else wanted him or he was fine sacrificing the money or taking even money to come to Milwaukee to play in Milwaukee with Giannis and company. I mean, that's, that's yeah. all I know because I have no idea what else he was offered anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think probably that was all that was out there for him. I mean, the, the center market is completely oversaturated. Nobody wants to play centers, especially when in the playoffs, most centers are getting played off the floor and people are going small just because of small ball and pace and space and shooting the three. Obviously, Brooke Lopez is still good, but that's why you spend $3 million and you use your biannual exception on a player like him because, you know, during the whole season there are people saying, we should trade for Hosan Whiteside or DeAndre Jordan oh God. or whoever. Don't pay your center more than, like, 5 or $6 million, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, unless unless you're, you've are you got Joel Embiid or Nikola Jokic or something. Or John like Henson. Or, or, or John Henson. Just don't don't pay your centers a lot of money because they're not worth it. That's my thought. As great as much as I like Brooke Lopez a lot too. I think he's a really good pickup, and I like him just as a person and as a player. And I really liked him with the Nets, but he in his current form, just not worth it. Just not worth a, a lot of money. But you know, around five million, perfect. Boom, killer deal. Great job. Um. Three, last question by Athletic and Geeky trying to milk us dry. Is Brodon, I'm assuming that's Brogdon, is Brodon my dad or will Snell come back and be the father I've always wanted in the starting lineup? Uh, um, I would assume Snell starts again this year. Yeah. Because the bench would be a disaster if Brogdon wasn't there. Yeah because I don't know what would happen back there, but I think Snell will have a better year this year. I mean, I don't know how good it's going to be, but he's going to be better this year than he was last year. And who your dad is, you know, I watch, I've watched a lot of, you know, daytime, you know, television. Mm-hmm. So you'd think I would know, you know, how to decide these things, but I just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Snell's going to be the starter in the lineup. Honestly, I think he should be just because he makes the most sense because Chris and Eric and Giannis are all better probably with the ball in their hand or at least as the second, at least the second ball handler. Brogdon's obviously best with the ball in his hand. Uh, the bench needs a playmaker and a primary ball handler. We don't want Matthew Dellavedova to be the primary ball carrier, ball handler. For the entire bench so it makes sense 
Snell, in theory, is a perfect player to slot next to Giannis. I don't think Snell should ever play when Giannis isn't playing. That was kind of my thoughts with like Toledovic too, and he was around. If Giannis isn't isn't on the court, why would Snell be on the court? That's basically my thought. So, uh, Brogdon can function with or without Giannis. So, put Snell on the starting lineup, play him for 16, 20 minutes or whatever you want to play him at, and then bring on Brogdon. That's my thought. And as for who's your dad, um, whichever one was there to take care of you. It doesn't matter who is biologically or in the starting lineup. What matters is who was there for you? Athletic and geeky. Amen. And also, like, I mean, saying that Brogdon will probably come off the bench does not mean he's worse or any less of a player than Snow. Of course. Because, you know, I, I know that is how some people think about it, but I would, I mean, if you were telling me pick the five best players on the books, I'm picking Brogdon over Snow. But, you know, with how lineups work and all that, and all that stuff. But also, I don't like the disrespect you put towards Delhi a minute ago. Because <laughs> my new best friend, Joe Burrow, quarterback of LSU, transferred from Ohio mm-hmm. State. You know, he mm-hmm. uh, credited Delhi for that's the reason the Cavs won the championships a couple of years ago. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. He was wearing a, was wearing a Delhi shirt. So, you know. Okay. Well, we'll see then. We'll see if. What's his name? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. He is. We'll see if. He's very pale. <laughs> we'll see if Joe Burrow is onto something there. Um, yeah, like you said, if we we're taking your your top five players, I mean, I'm I'm gonna take Brogdon probably fourth overall. So uh, I don't expect Snell to finish lineups. I'm sure Brogdon will be in the closing. That's what's more important in the long run. I don't care who starts. I really don't. Um, that one we're gonna go. Uh, quick spitfire and then we talked about losing an arm and a leg for that long so great job us <laughs> um next question comes from i don't, I don't know i think it's a neighbor yeah i'll go with neighborham 12 or n abraham like niles abraham the 12th or niles what abraham, if it's he's... nabraham nabraham nabra <laughs> nabra cadabraham uh, easy um yeah he wants to know and I have no idea because I've never been to Nashville. But Alex, what is the best hot chicken spot in Nashville? Hattie B's or Princess? Okay, so here's the thing. Nashville is a terrible place. No one should ever go for extended periods of time. <laughs> I mean, so so far, so far, you've shit on <laughs> Tennessee and Oklahoma. I mean, which... if you give me enough time, I can you know take the tour around all the states. But Nashville's just it. <laughs> it's okay. Nah. But Hattie B's is very good. I mean, it is very good. But Prince's, Prince's is way better. Ooh. I mean, that's just that's so, just how it is. Now, some people might not be comfortable going to Prince's if you know, if you know they're insecure about certain things in their life. But <laughs> Prince's is the better place to go. Go there. Go to both actually, but don't go to Nashville somehow. If you can go to both places and not go to Nashville, you're doing good in your life. Are they chains? No. Oh, so they're like just single. Yeah, you, you gotta go to Nashville. But if you can figure out how to not go to Nashville but still go, then you're good to go. Okay, and if you do figure that out, please let us know because you might have made some crazy scientific breakthrough to be able to accomplish that. And really, I just want to go get you know good hot chicken without having to drive three hours. 
True. I guess there is hot chicken. Okay. Here, but that's not the point. Yeah, what's the best hot chicken in Knoxville? Uh, Gus's. Gus's. Okay, there you go. There's a recommendation from Alex. So, in rank of the three, Gus's, Prince's, Hattie B's. Gus isn't is last. So. Okay. All right, there you go, Nabracadabra ham. Also, whenever KFC uh, tried to make hot chicken, put that like 12,000th place. <laughs> okay. I will. 12,000th place. Okay, this one, this next question comes from Humane Squash 094. Alex, you want to read this one? Hey guys, long time, first time here. Why does my dog keep trying to hump my couch? This little shit got his balls chopped off two years ago, and he has never humped anything before. Well, let me tell you something. Have you looked at your couch, and I actually looked at it? How does it look? Are the armrests, you know, nice Mm -hmm. and thick? How are those cushions? You know, just really look at it and try to look at it, and, you know, why don't you hump it? See if it, you know, see if that does anything for you. Don't judge it till you try it. Did you just suggest that he humps the couch? Hey, don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah, you know our our female dog is fixed, and whenever I try to play catch with her, fetch with her on the ground, sometimes she'll try and mount me. It's weird. Dogs are weird. I don't know, man. I don't know why they do it. I do have a, a interesting story about how this is my theory. I think you could maybe get it to stop humping the couch so we recently got a Roomba a little robot vacuum and at first our dog absolutely hated it bark at it and get all you know pissed whenever it'd go around and so I was reading ways to maybe make her feel not so threatened by the the vacuum Um, and we found out that a good technique supposedly I don't know if it's actually good but it worked is to yell and scold the vacuum and not the dog. So the vacuum will start coming up towards our dog, Ellie, and she'll bark at it, and then we immediately get up, we tap the vacuum, and we say, no, bad Roomba, bad Roomba. And then Ellie's like, hell yeah, that's right, Roomba. You're bad. I don't need to bark at you because you know your place now. And that worked. So uh, Alex is going to suggest humping the, the couch... Try that, see if it works. Well, hold on. Make sure you wear protection. You know. Okay. Safe sex out here. How do you wear? How do you like a like a, one of those like plastic covers that old people put on their couches? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like at, so, try that. Act like you have lice in your house. Cover everything in plastic and then go to town. So try that. Let us know how that works, and then start yelling at your at your couch whenever it you know does that. I don't know. Maybe it'll work. Or just get rid of the couch altogether. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Just save yourself the headache of finding a a plastic sheet that fits your couch, and just get a beanbag chair. Those are fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> not, not exactly. <laughs> okay. Alex has is very particular about his beanbag chairs. Apparently, does not have high esteem for those. So that was part one of the mailbag episode. We went kind of long alex and i we went over an hour and 45 minutes um it's probably longer than one person wants to listen to you of just the two of us talking so we will post the next episode 
in a couple of days. Hopefully this first half was good enough for you. We will have the new episode posted soon.